0: In a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. And welcome to the CEO Rata Podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. So I have a a bit of a conundrum. I'm not sure what the solution is, but I, I have a proposed solution. So if you, in early June, had read the article in the Wall Street Journal entitled How a Powerful Spy Camera Invented at Duke Ended Up in China's Hands. Five years ago, a group of Duke University scientists developed a pioneering gigapixel camera to provide long-range surveillance for the U.S. Navy through a sponsorship from the Pentagon. The technology never picked up by the U.S. government is now being used by Chinese police to identify people from nearly a football field away, after lead Duke researcher, David Brady moved to China in 2016 to kickstart his business. This is the article from the journal I'm reading. China's, obviously, China's easier access to startup funding, manufacturing, supply chain, and burgeoning demand for high-tech cameras attracted Mr. Brady, whose original venture in the U.S. failed to win over financial backers and customers. Within two years of the move to China, his company obtained enough funding to build its first commercial camera. The project Shift East offers insight into how China... Is emerging as a global player in pioneering technologies, including artificial intelligence. China is increasingly using its financial muscle to acquire talent and know how from overseas. Almost non existent five years ago, AI venture financing led by Chinese investors soared to 2.5 billion U.S. last year, according to the Wall Street Journal. China's state and local governments have also Put money into private venture funds. Officials in Washington are concerned about China's ambitions to become a world leader in artificial intelligence by 2030, overtaking the U.S. The Trump administration last month pledged to increase federal funds to retain the U.S.'s lead in the technology sector. The Treasury Department is proposing to block Chinese firms from acquiring advanced US technology using laws to deal with national security emergencies, while some members of Congress have called for tougher export controls on American companies whose technologies they say may be used by Chinese police and other security agencies. Surveillance startups using AI are booming in China as Beijing spends uh, most investment in, in China is driven by uh, this not only at the at the state level but at the at the local level out of out of Beijing. And uh, some of it, and this is sort of my aside from my experience. Some of the, some of that is is, or, or most of that investment is 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 driven by the government itself, and a, a fair amount of it is driven by former government officials who have gone on to become entrepreneurs. Many government officials, when they leave government, become wealthy and are wealthy whether they they serve in government. And so, what some of these folks do when they leave uh, government in China is they start venture funds, private equity funds. And they will either self-fund tech startups or they, in conjunction with the government, will, will fund startups, either informally as, as one-offs or uh, by sort of jointly creating a an investment fund. So surveillance startups using AI are booming in China. Back to the article. As Beijing spends $30 billion a year on public safety products, including a vast network of cameras that aims to cover public squares, major crossroads, and train stations to feed that demand, Mr. Brady's company developed Mantis, a 19-lens camera processor processors that combine images into 100-megapixel frames that can zoom in in extraordinary detail. The cameras are linked to facial recognition technology that enables police to identify people part of the surveillance web that tracks criminals as well as citizens. Mr. Brady's company's cameras are now installed around Tiananmen Square, monitor Main Street's in. Uh, Kunshan, a city near Shanghai. I don't know Kuchan, and are spreading to other towns," said William Wang, Mr. Brady's Chinese partner in the company. Mr. Wang helped land early investment from a former Shanghai government official who now runs a, a venture capital firm. Mr. Wang said the company had attracted about 28 million across two rounds of fundraising—a far cry from the U.S., where the company's effort to raise 25,000 on Kickstarter yielded just. So I'll stop there. So it's a problem because, you know, from a strategic military standpoint, you've let advanced technology into somebody else's hands. But typically, with super advanced technology such as this, what will happen over time is it will trickle down into commercial use. And so there's a a significant commercial opportunity here as well. So the, the, the solution, the proposed solution, my proposed solution, is rather than follow the approach that the Obama administration took. When it directly invested in companies is, I think, that whomever is in the Oval Office. I think there should be a series of venture capital firms, a small number, one, two, or three, that are allocated X dollars each year. And it doesn't have to be a massive number because at the end of the day, these are taxpayer dollars. But I think it's a good investment. X dollars of capital get allocated to each of the one, two, or three venture capital firms each year for investment in technologies deemed strategic. And that's up for the U.S. government to deem what is and isn't strategic. That could be put into a fund mandate with the venture managers. And that's the way to do it. Give it it to the quote-unquote professionals, although my experience with venture is most of these guys, and I'll say guys because most of them are guys, don't know how to conduct due diligence, certainly not the way private equity people do. So if I'm the US government, it's it's I don't care whose name's on the door. I'm not looking for the sexy fund to partner with. I'm trying to find a fund that a fund family that has some operators on board. So it's not just financial jockeys. You know, on fifty partners, all of which have a background in corporate finance. You want a firm that has operators on staff, maybe some of which have had experience building or working with people who have built advanced technologies for the military. Could be one sort of prerequisite. It's something we've got to figure out as a country. You can't let quality opportunities, particularly those with military implications, leave us. See you all next time.